I can give a kid training, and if he passes all the requirements, they can graduate with a state safety inspection for the, the smaller vehicles, but also for the large trucks. But the only kicker is when we do an inspection on a large vehicle, we have to do a road test. A student can only inspect what he can road test, and he can only road test what he has a license to be able to drive. By the way, did you know why a CDL is so important? Welcome back to By the Way, Did You Know? And today we have another guest from the Adams County Technical Institute because these issues are important to our communities. Getting kids in schools, learning a trade is, I think, really important. And and one of our schools in our area, really one of the only trade schools that services the whole county, is the Adams County Technical Institute. And with me today, I have Jim Penn, who is kind of the mechanic side of things at the school. So, Jim, thanks for being with me. Yes, sir. I am Jim Penton. I'm the diesel instructor at Adams County Technical Institute, and uh, we train kids at 11th and 12th grade to work on pretty much all things diesel. So we do anything from big trucks to tractors to uh, small equipment and stationary or power generation. Yeah, and I've had the pleasure of touring this facility and, meet, and meeting Jim in person and, and seeing their their shop. It's you know, there's a lot of opportunities there, a lot of projects for these guys, these kids to work on, and it's a pretty popular program, right? Yes, we always have a waiting list. We would love to have a bigger program. We'd love to have a bigger shop and a bigger classroom or even an expanded programs, you know, to, to help out our kids. Because everywhere I go, and I'm in touch with the community around here, everywhere is looking for more technicians. And there's a lot of opportunities for these kids to make a good living, really good wage, if they go right into workforce or some of them choose to go into more advanced technical school, secondary school, and then they learn a little bit more advanced technology and things like that, which which gets them an even better job. So explain to me, for those that don't know, what exactly are students learning? What, you know, you, when you say a diesel mechanic, what does that mean? Well, mostly it all revolves around the diesel engines. First and foremost, we teach safety. That is job number one. After safety, when they pass the safety test, we start right into diesel engines. I find that learning about a diesel engine is not only gets them thinking in the right direction, they start learning the terminology, uh, they start using the tools that they're gonna be using for the rest of their life, and they learn how to measure, they learn how to torque, they learn uh, you know, assembly procedures, disassembly procedures, and you know, mostly they're, they're learning how to follow my directions. So, so where do these students, when they graduate, where do they usually go get a job? Well, they can either go right into industry. It's funny, our area, and because we're the only mechanical-type program in the county, some of my students are interested in automotive, some are interested in heavy truck, so on-road trucking, and some of them are yet are interested in either agricultural equipment or off-road equipment, you know, like earth-moving equipment. Sure, and and you know, obviously, being in Adams County, there's a, a huge ag industry that that is definitely needing not only people to drive, have the CDL license to drive these types of equipment, but also, more importantly, to keep these things on the road or on the farm. Exactly. So many things right now are so technical. I mean, in the last 20 years, technology has just exploded. We have autonomous tractors and sprayers and things like that, and GPS guided off-road equipment that determines grade and elevation and you know even on the farm all the you know the the precision agriculture equipment that we use nowadays that has become a large 
part of what we do as, as far as what the what the students would have to do, what technology or technicians would have to do to repair. Because we all know that every time you add more technology, you add some more headaches. Just look at your own laptop computer. Sure, sure. And and this technology stuff is is expensive, obviously, especially to train on. So how do you guys tackle that? You know, when you have all these highly sophisticated machineries and 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 technology with computers and vehicles, not just in our, our own vehicles, but in these heavy machinery and, and diesel vehicles. How, how do you guys train for that? Well, one, I'll tell you this, I do the best I can. We have to start from the basics. Of course, we have some kids that have some more experience. Some, well, they all learn at different levels. So we start at the basics. We learn about engines and then electrical and um, suspensions and brakes and we, we even do some with power, or powertrains and hydraulics and things like that. But it's hard for me to take a 16, 17-year-old kid, maybe 18, and get them to that level. What I usually suggest is by the time they've been through here, I've got the basics and maybe a few, a few things that are advanced. But if they really want to go on to be of the higher level, um, I encourage them to, to seek, seek a post-secondary school like uh, Penn College. Penn College of Technology, or that's one of probably our premier school that we send to, uh, UNOH sure. and uh, UTI. They can take it a little bit further. Plus, once the, the kids have that basic knowledge, the more advanced stuff comes a little easier. But we only have so much time in, in the two years I have them. So we have them for two, two and a half hours a day. And uh, like I say, we do, we do the best we can with what we got and, and the equipment we have. Sure, and I, and I don't think it should be lost on folks that, you know, these technical schools are just, and, and the career tech centers in our high schools are laying the foundation so that kids can continue to go get further education later. It's not, we're not saying college is always bad, but this gives kids an opportunity to go right in the workforce and start a job or go and advance that, that trade or that skill at a technical school somewhere else in the state. Exactly. It gives them options. It gives them options that, if a student does not want to go to uh, a post-secondary school, they can go into the workforce. With the skills they've learned in here, they can go right into the workforce and go in as an entry-level technician. What I also encourage them to do is if they do that, find a place that's going to do some training with them. You know, we have some uh, dealers around here that will take what we learned in here, and then they have their own training that they'll send them to. Usually it is specific to their brand, but that's okay. The training is training, and I always tell them, Never turn down training. Yeah, and look, I would imagine the way that some of these employers need people to do this kind of work, they'll probably pay for some of these kids' education post-secondary anyway. Absolutely. Some some of our, our best employers around here, they will pay for all the training if they do it on site. Other ones will maybe sponsor them at, say, Penn College or something like that. And, you know, of course, they do an internship program where – they go to school and then they work and then they go back to school and work some more and then they the kid has a guaranteed job when he gets out and of course the the uh, employer you know they they want they want a little back too but uh, that's okay usually these are really good opportunities for the kids that are well paying sure. and have really good benefits sure so so you and I when we met a, c- a couple years ago talked about an issue that you encounter with some of your students that are trying to get their licensing or at least their certification and the problem with that is in order to have a CDL license, you need to be 18. And in order to inspect most diesel 
uh, vehicles, you need to be 18 because you need to have the CDL license, correct? Correct. Anything that runs on the highways of Pennsylvania or any other state, um, of course, especially in Pennsylvania, we have to have a yearly inspection. I am a certified instructor for that. And in their senior year, every student has the opportunity and we, we go through with every student a state safety inspection training. It still consists of if an adult would take this course, you know, somewhere, it still consists of the same test and all the requirements that they do. Um, I generally spend a little more, lot more time with my students learning this, so I make sure they get it. But I can get them to graduate, and they will have a state safety inspection license in their hand when they graduate to inspect cars and light trucks, trailers, and even larger trucks over 17,000 pounds. And it, it's a good thing to have in their hand when they go in looking for a job or when they do get a job. They either makes a difference for those, be them being chosen over another person applying for that job, or it gets them more money at that job. Certainly. And when we talk about, especially our career tech centers, one of the key things to highlight is that most kids leave with some type of certification or some type of skill set or some type of certification that they can take and then that allows them to be hired as employer. Would you say that that this particular certification is, is probably the most important one for students to have in your program? Yes, this is one that, especially if they're doing anything with uh, over-the-highway vehicles, this is probably one of the most important ones. I would say this is the most important one. One of my challenges is um, I can give a kid training, and if he passes all the requirements, they can graduate with a state safety inspection, like I said, for the, the smaller vehicles, but also for the large trucks. But the only kicker is when we do an inspection on a large vehicle, we have to do a road test. And this is where this is the one thing that holds us back. A student can only inspect what he can road test, and he can only road test what he has a license to be able to drive. And this can be challenging since the new laws came into effect last year. It requires people to do a CDL training course, and there's I think there's hours and time requirements for that, but the cost of it also. Uh, a kid could spend four to six weeks going through CDL training, and it can cost them up, upwards of $6,000 or more to get this CDL license only to take a, a short road trip road test on a commercial vehicle and that's and you need to be 18 in order to take that correct yes that's true most of my students are 18 by the time they graduate there may be a few that turn 18 during the summer the nice thing um, Department of PennDOT the Department of Transportation they they will allow us to do the training and if a kid passes all their certifications like they do they will just hold their license until they turn 18 and then they will send it to them so that's kind of a really good uh olive branch that they are extending to us and and we would appreciate that very much because that 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 assures all kids that are coming through here have a shot at that license sure and i think it's really important it's something and the reason why you know i bring this up is is something we've learned uh, over the last couple of years is that there are kids that do graduate when they're 17 and before they turn 18. There's been some other things, but, uh, especially in the firefighter realm, child labor laws that are in place that someone may be graduated from school but can't take certain testing or can't do certain things until they turn 18, yet they may have already been graduated from high school and can't go start their job. So we've been trying to work on some legislation. We did with firefighters last session, and this session we've looked at CDL drivers or CDL licenses and looking if there's ways that we can 
get 17-year-olds who have the proper training and the proper sign-offs can also start a career before they turn 18 so that they don't have to wait that gap of a couple months here or there uh, so that when they graduate high school, they can start a job right away. Correct. Even if they are 18, you know, the, the, the burden of going to one of these CDL schools just to be able to take a short couple-mile road test, it can be pretty burdensome. You know, the expense of it and plus taking four to six weeks to do this training, a lot of them are. And, um, you know, for a kid to do, go that far, especially when they should be out of high school making a paycheck by then. Yeah, and, and some of this is a federal regulations, too, that we need to, to work with our, our federal partners. And uh, something that, that I know that I'm working on, because this is a federal issue, is working on um, a resolution uh, that kind of asks Congress and the Department of Transportation at the federal level to take a look at this issue. We have a need for not only CDL drivers, but people to work on these types of vehicles. And it's something Congress should be focusing on as well, because a lot of our, our federal, a lot of our transportation laws like this come from the federal level. And, and this is an advantage for state and federal to work together. And I know I've reached out to Congressman Joyce about this issue as well, to try to get his help, because we, we need these people in our community to do these types of skills. But there's tons of things that get kids interested at an early age, and if they have a barrier, they're going to probably pick something else. So I think th- the great work you guys do is important, but we got to make sure we take away some barriers for kids too so that they, they have an interest in these types of jobs. Oh, that's well said. Um, you know, any kind of barrier is going to slow a kid down, and, and he may choose a different path where some of these skilled trades that, that we train them for, oh, they're an excellent way to, you know, make a – a living wage and for them to grow up to be taxpayers that we're all going to need one day it's just the hurdles of this for somebody it is going to be a commercial driver do i think they need the training yes that is super important their the responsibility rests on their shoulders as they go down the highway is huge but there there are exemptions to some of these cdl laws that doesn't require certain people to have a cdl a farmer can drive a truck and trailer and loaded anywhere within 150 miles of his farm um, without a CDL. A somebody drives a motorhome or a recreational vehicle that can be, you know, you've seen some of those. They're huge, and they don't require if it's for a personal use. They don't require CDL. And then there's some what they call implements of husbandry, and I get this right off a pen pen dot website. Uh, which is a farm farm vehicle. Now they don't go highway speed, but some of them are starting to cruise pretty fast. But they can haul things that are 12, 15, 18 foot wide down the down the roads of our county, and they don't need a special license. And um, you know, and like you said before, firemen don't need to to have a CDL as long as they've gone they they get approval from their chief. And then one more thing is it was military personnel if they. Uh, a military technician, if they're in uniform, don't require doesn't require a CDL to run on the highways. Right. So there's clearly exemptions out there for things, and and I think we got to take a common sense approach to all this stuff. And, and if there's opportunities to to give kids opportunities to to get into this these types of careers and these types of trades, then we need to explore it. Yes, and, and see the the thing with with students leaving here, and students that have been had similar training they know how the truck works they've driven the trucks you know in and out of the shop have they been out on 20 mile drives before no but 
Um, they they know how the truck operates. They they they're uh, qualified to work on the brakes and the the powertrains and and everything on them. As like I said, just they just need to take for this certification. They need to take a couple of mile road test to make sure the vehicle uh, stays within a lane and the brakes work properly. Um, it's not like they're going down the road hauling commodities. Well, Jim, you know, I really appreciate you taking some time to talk about your program, about some of the things that your school's doing at Adams County Technical Institute, and some of the challenges that we need to, to correct on this CDL training. And uh, hopefully this session we we can work on this. This is definitely a bipartisan issue. It's something that I think the governor will care a lot about, too. And these are the types of issues typically that move pretty quickly in Harrisburg. So hopefully we can get some change here, some meaningful change, and and uh, try to give more children an opportunity in these types of trades. Correct. I, again, I appreciate you looking into this and taking the time to to do something for our kids. It's It means a lot to all of us. All of us teachers here, especially I can speak for our school, have a passion to to get our kids trained and to see them go out and be successful. Uh, it's nothing satisfies me more than walking into a shop and seeing several of my former students working somewhere and getting good reports on them. That's awesome. Well, this has been, by the way, Did You Know, with Jim Penn from the Adams County Technical Institute. This has been, by the way, Did You Know? Tune in for all of my podcasts at repecker.com slash my podcast.